Yo, 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 what is up? We are back again. Yes, sir. Ten beers deep. And I'm your co-host, D.A.P. And I'm here with the man himself. The Baz. And here I am, joined by my co-host. Shaniqua? <laughs> How many times can we loop it around? I thought we were going to go. But I just want to say, Dan, here we are. In the great, the greatest state in the country... Victoria on teetering on the edge of destruction. We've done it. We've finally done it. Do you reckon we're lined up for the most livable city again? <laughs> no, mate. I saw that on Facebook too. I was going to talk about that. That was the best comment oh, I've ever it seen. Is. It is. Do any, uh, what do you reckon, boys? Melbourne is definitely not winning most livable city this year. Not looking good. Oh, Jesus. Mate, I went for just went for a little drive with the fam today just to experience the outdoors one last time. <laughs> Another six weeks for our international listeners, which we have a few. We have a few. A handful, indeed. Yes. And um, Victoria, Australia, mate. We're in the state of Victoria, and we've just been sent, absolutely sent, into We're another in a state lockdown. of emergency right now. Yeah. We're already in lockdown, but now we've been locked down even tighter, mate. Even tighter. Right. Let's get into some of the things. So, one, one person can leave the house a uh-huh. day. That's it, just for the shops. Mm-hmm. Yep. Two. Uh, you cannot leave more than five kilometers away from your house. Like if you're going for exercise or the shops, only five kilometers away. Yeah. Uh, what else was there? There's a big one, but I want you to mention that one because I've got a great little zinger. Oh. You can only leave like uh, for work. Is the only time you can travel outside of the five k mark. Mm-hmm. And go on, mate. Drop the big thing. Is this the curfew? Is this what you want to talk yes! about? Yes. Everyone's worried about a curfew, mate. But I've been. I'm. I'm used to it now. I'm fine. <laughs> Dude, facts, bro. Facts. I, my I'm parents fine. were like, oh, no, I care for you. I'm like, what have you been doing after 8 p.m. every night, yeah. mate? <laughs> nothing. Dude, literally nothing. <laughs> so oh, true. mate. It's another uh, six weeks of 10 beers deep in isolation. isolation you thought man. you were going to get fresh content? You're not no. getting it. <laughs> no. It's about as stale as a beer that went off two years ago. Am I right, people? Am I right? It's about Am as right? stale as that cold and cold we had a few weeks back. <laughs> that one, mate. Oh, Awful. God. Woo! Oh god! Right. This whole so, podcast has existed in this vacuum isolation. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, like, go wait ahead. till we. I just can't wait till we expand and we do like our first Mate. pre's podcast. Oh, bro. That's what I'm most excited for, man. Just any guest, you know, just to bring some energy. We're trying, guys, but I know, I know, I know. So for the tease, yeah, last week we did conspiracy theories. So we you did. know, we we dived deep. We dived ten beers deep. We dived a word or dove. Dive we dived. <laughs> we dived. No, we dived into uh, <laughs> things that is it real? Is it not real? Mm. And this week we're going into something that uh, I loved. The younger me loved. This week we're going to dive into something that you know sounds a little bit more of a work of fiction. But mm. I tell you what, it could still be real. Do, is it? Do, how do we oh, know? Man, I'm we'll scared. talk about it and find out some more soon. Oh, I'm so scared. Uh, <laughs> also, get into you know we still got our footy chats mm-hmm. and NBA chats. Big Before time, finally. NBA yeah. chats, yes. Yep. Uh, and sesh stories. Alex Alex has got one lined up from outside 50 dead smack in front, apparently. So we'll see how I that do. one goes. I do. I hope he shanks it so far right. That is pretty standard for me on the footy field, if anyone yeah. knows that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So, yeah, you know, just before we uh, go to the next thing, Alex and I are about to head off to just to the local pub or the local virtual pub, some would yeah, say. Have you, have, you called the, have you called the Uber, mate? Have you called the Uber? Already called a mate on its way. Oh, fuck, it's here. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, fuck. Quick, quick, quick. All right. Mm. Let's go. Quick. Fuck. Hey, can we bring our Ubers? Hey, can we bring the beer in the Uber, mate? No? Oh, fuck. No, mate. Leave it there. Leave it on the side. All right. 
Let's get into right. the beer review. So I'm currently on my second carton drive. There you go, carton cold. We stick to our word on this podcast. He's drinking Heineken Zeros. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoa, Jesus, it's claustrophobic in here, isn't it, mate? Fuck it you, out. You watch yourself, mate. Jesus. Oh, get off me! <laughs> <laughs> Tomo, back up a bit, mate. Oi, you're around? Oh. oh, Tomo's already back. He's brought my beer. I don't know who he's brought you, but he brought me uh, mm-hmm. some Byron Bay Lager. Oh, oh wow! Fuck it, out, yeah. So, he said he got it in uh, in in excitement for Splendor, mm-hmm. um, but he was just whispering to you there that uh, he also got it because it's been advertised in the footy. Yeah, it has been heavily advertised. Yeah, yeah. What did he get you, mate? I've got. He's just rocked up here. I don't know how he quickly ducked out and got this one. It's got a it's got a Yarra Valley, a local supporting the local uh, breweries, I guess. Uh, Lager. So, nice. there you go. Do you want to just give us a quick review? We'll make this quick because I think last time it went a little long. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Ready? But here we are. So, hold on. Where are we? We're at the... Oh, I think we're at the... the cent- is this the Central Hotel Beaconsfield, mate? I think this might be... Uh, There's... A couple of drinking uh, games going on behind us, I can hear. Oh, Fucking start! Did I just yell out Buffalo? Oh, sorry. Have fun editing that out. <sighs> yeah, thanks, bro. God, you're the king. You're the king of background noise, bro. Fuck oh, it dude, up. I'm shocking. Aren't I? <laughs> Every episode. Right, here we go. Here we go. Give us a review. This is the Byron Bay, as seen on Channel Seven or Fox Footy. I don't know. Hold on, that's a smile. Ridiculous. This is really nice. Oh, Tomo really nice. delivering the goods. Bartender Tom. Uh. This is going to sound ridiculous, and yeah. I don't know if this is because I've already got like a pre-existing taste in my mouth, but it's a little banana-y. Oh, did you have a banana? No, I haven't. I'm so confused. <laughs> I thought you'd be like, I just ate a banana, but this tastes like bananas. Uh, crisp, clean with a subtle citrus hop aroma. It's perfect for good music and good times. And uh, mate, that's all uh, we asked for. Bar and bay, brother. All right, Ticked Bob, all it. my boxes. Love it. It looks good. I'm not going to lie to you. It looks nice. Mm. All right, this is the Yarra it's Valley. It's very crisp, isn't it? Mm. Uh, give it, we'll give it a quick, oh. quick little sip sip. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Tomo. Tomo. Ice. 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 All right. Put a lemon wedge. I mean, it's a lager. It tastes good. I like it. I actually like it a lot. Love it. I actually mm. like it a lot. Heavy? And you know what? I feel Heavy? good supporting the local... Girthy? Uh, local brewery. Um, as in what? Drinks? Stands? No, I just mean like, it doesn't feel girthy. It's no. Down your throat. No, no. It it's, not, it's not a crown. It's not a crown or mm. a, uh, a uh, carton draft. Just full strength. You know, that's a real that's, like... That's real girth. Dude, you sw- take a one sip of that. Mate, remember the time we went down to... Well, we're at this very same uh, pub yeah. that we're at remember, right now. Like, remember that one time we were here? It was you, mm-hmm. me, Tommy Jock, and, uh, and Catania. And all we drank was yeah. just Carlton Draft. We had four, and we were <sighs> fucked. We all felt so bloated. We were, ready to, we were ready to bomb there and then, weren't we? We had four pints, and it was and just like... Hot, hot, do you how hot it was? And we Maybe got into why. dance, and we've all just come out. <laughs> we're sweating Sweat, alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Oh, we're already getting kicked out. Uh, oh, but, Tomo! But, Tomo! But, she but, pushed but, me! No, we were just peeing in the same bathroom. All right, we'll leave. We'll leave. I'll take the bottle of water. I'll leave. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, it's cold so, out here. Jesus. All right. Let's... I think it's time. All right. Yeah, well, because we're kicked out, we'll just move on then. Fuck yeah. it. We'll move on to something that we were watching inside the pub. The footy. Footy chats. 
Charlie Chat. Up there, Uh, take it away, take it away with the live again. Collingwood always playing when we're recording. It seems like, yeah. but take us away with the live update. I haven't checked actually. Uh, give, me, give me a look. Collingwood uh, one goal two to Frio Dockers zero goals zero points. Uh, okay, nothing yeah, much has nice. happened really. Braden Sear scored a goal. That's it. Braden Sear. Okay. Thanks for listening to my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to my speech. <laughs> All right, yeah, anyway, Collingwood looking like they're getting off to a fast start again, so no doubt uh, they'll probably end up losing. So- yep, sounds about right. <laughs> out of the top eight. Oh, mate, don't even get started on out of the top eight, mate. Now, are you, are you done? Are you done? Because I need to unload. I messaged you that I need to unload. Mm, yeah. All right, here it is. Essendon, and uh, you know what? In shame, in absolute shame that they are brought to me and my people, I am playing the Brisbane Lions theme song right now. Yep. I need to soak it in for a second. Just let me just... Have you script? Have you scripted what you're gonna say? Have you written this down? No. Oh, I thought I was. <laughs> you no. read. I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> no, no. He's been. He's been wallowing over it that much. It's the scores. It's the scores. Oh, I've got to say, I thought you had like written down a full script. Nah, nah, mate. I've got it, mate. It's. it's I remember it like it was yesterday. It was, <laughs> it was. yesterday. Uh, no, it wasn't actually. But anyway, Brisbane Lions have absolutely thumped. The Essendon Football Club by a 63-point margin. It should have been more. But anyway, I just got to say, don't let the goals and behinds fool you. We kicked three goals, ten for the game. Three goals for the game. <sighs> don't let that fool you. The umpiring was terrible, yes. I, I agree, but... But the now, absolute... did the, was umpiring Go. terrible both ways? Be honest, was it terrible both ways? No, no, no. It was terrible both ways, but like it was worse towards us, and I am being 100% clear with that. I I just can't... Oh, whatever. The state of the game. The umpires seem to have no idea what they're doing. It's like when they're holding the ball, is literally a roll of the dice as to what they're going to call. I was punching the couch. I was throwing cushions around. I was upset. I was upset, boys. I had to go outside to cool down a little bit. 50,000 on my head is disrespectful. That's it. Exactly. And all I can say is just the only shining light was the, the rookie Ruckman we had having his debut, Sam Draper. Uh, the madman himself has just rocked up and had a great game. He played well. He played well, young guy, our age, and just had a good game. And and um, apart from that, mate, it was just disgusting. Dylan Shield, Zach Merritt, these guys are the leaders of the team and they played terrible. That's all I can say. I was very... Dylan Shield. Don't like him. Mate, now... <sighs> you know how angry and upset I was after this game, Dan, because you're absolutely right. You know, how much we paying this guy? Probably a fucking mil. I don't even know. It'll be in the high hundreds of thousands, and it's... He is such a soft cock, mate. He just fucking prances around, doesn't... Ta- I don't think I saw him lay a tackle the whole game. And this is the this is the stat, the damning stat. They had double the tackles that we had, but they also had the ball way more than we had. So how does that work? That just shows uh, you the sheer be, lack of effort. Uh, he'll be paid just over 800. Yeah, yeah. No, see, it's... 800,000. 800 million. million. (laughs) He's part of the global elite. But just... (laughs) Anyway, I just... I was so deflated and upset. And you know what it is? This is it. I was more fired up last uh, the night before, but it's just... 
I'm just disappointed now. And, you know, this is another year that Essendon is going to fade into mediocrity because now we've got the Giants, Gold Coast, and St. Kilda the next three games. And trust me, mate, that's three losses inbound. And we'll end up 15th on the ladder. We're not even going to make the finals. And it's just... 15 years, Dan. 15 years. I know, this. I know. But considering how close Adelaide came to beating you guys. It was riding on the wall. Yeah. And yeah. I think the good news is, or uh-huh. the bad news for Adelaide is, if they couldn't beat... They're not they're not winning a game this season now, I don't think. No. Unless they pull something out of the hat. They're going... They're not winning because they've got a pretty tough stretch the next couple of games. It's... They have to win. Mate, past last couple of rounds, surely, right? They just some team gives up and they go to win. Yeah, surely they, so they just start to rest players. A mm. bit of load management. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, so just quickly before we jump on to next topic, because uh-huh. uh, we're kind of cruising through this, I just want a big shout out to uh-huh. uh, to Mad Jack Door. What a comeback uh-huh. story! Yeah, man. that's nice, mm. isn't it? After he really just quote that. unquote fell off the bridge. Yeah, why do they keep saying that? I know. I think he must keep saying to not say that he jumped off very strange don't want to give people the wrong idea kind of thing maybe but the thing is Dan the Balti we've all driven it we've all driven over it Uh, giant giant walls five metres high probably so how do you fall how do you fall off I don't know no. I don't know. Anyway, I'm not questioning. I'm just saying interesting terminology. My family are North Melbourne supporters. Um, mm-hmm. They're really happy. And my father and I are big Matt Jack Door fans. Always have been. Like, yeah. big, muscly. Like, oh, he's like, fucking huge, mate. Yeah, it's it's awesome to see someone like that, you know what I mean? And then just have this yeah. come, back story to play a game after over 700 days. Mm-hmm. And then kick a goal. It's a fairy tale. It's a yeah, fairy tale. Yeah, it's great. Tale. And you know what it is about, going back to what you were saying, like just a, having someone like that, like a, just a giant jacked Sudanese guy like that, killing it in AFL. It's so cool. It's it's like when you have like a white dude, like a Larry Bird in the NBA actually does. Like it's always cool. Caruso. Yeah, a, a Luka Doncic. <laughs> it's, you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. just having like something unusual that's not yeah. the norm. It's very cool to see. It is very cool to see. I agree. All right, so congrats, Mad Jack. Not that you're going to hear this, but congrats to you, mate. Maybe you will, awesome mate. Awesome comeback story. Yeah. Well, the way my the way my Instagram is popping off lately. Yeah, I know. I know mate. <sighs> the way our, our Instagram is not popping off. So what the hell, guys? Can you share it to your friends, please? <laughs> <laughs> we're not. We're not. Be- we're not begging, but please, please, please. I need to feed my kids. Facebook's still doing right. Just going to put that out there. Facebook's still doing good nice. for some reason. All the right. boomers um, love it. <laughs> mm. 100%. I'll just say predictions for next week uh, for your club. What, what's okay, the future for you guys? So we can keep reflecting just quickly. What's the what's the pre- okay? You, you look up yours. I'll talk about mine. Mm-hmm. Um, Essendon. What are we right now on the ladder? I assume that we're out of the eight. Have You're ninth up? right now. Yeah. So ninth. it's it's we were top four side no more than a couple of weeks ago after we beat you guys. I was on the high horse, high high hopes for a living, Dan. I was thinking we were going to be in the f- top four. Untouched. Oh, yes. Exactly. I mean, we're still tied sixth, but it's... Our percentage is 88, equal to that of, what, 15th? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, Jesus. But I reckon prediction, we're going to lose the next three games, no doubt. Okay. And uh, we'll end up 15th or 16th. Anyway, go ahead, Dan. I'm upset. I'm upset. Go. That's right. Uh, so, Collingwood looks like they've got a pretty easy run the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. They've got Sydney. Yeah. Uh, they're sitting 16th. Sure. Uh, they also have um, Adelaide, so that's a dub. And then round twelve, we got Melbourne. So we yeah, got like so 13, really, 14th and fifteen. 
Yeah, that's we've got, you guys we've should got rock 15th, it up. Fifteenth, eighteenth, and sixteenth. Wow. Wow, 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 so wow. So let's wow, go wow. to the bottom of the ladder. <laughs> yeah, you'll win the first quarter and then lose the game again. Um anyway, yeah. Alright, so that's it for footy chats. We'll fill you in more of the live scores of Collingwood Frio throughout yeah, the rest of the episode. That's exciting. Alright, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's do something with that actually. If Collingwood win, I'll take what do I do? Do I do a shot or do I skull a beer? What do we do? Ah, uh, shot, 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 shot. Alright, shot, 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 shot. Three shots. <laughs> Alright. And then well and then obviously if Collingwood lose. I'll do a shot. Alright, beautiful. Beautiful. Can't wait to see the conclusion of that, boys. Okay. All right. Okay, so let's jump into NBA Chats. NBA Chats. NBA has restarted. Oh, finally. Finally. And uh, you know what? I just got to do compliments first off to what we were talking about last week. I like the intro- introduction of the fake fans at the game, like in the background. The virtual like the fans? In- virtual fans, yeah. Fake fans. You know what? Some of them are fake fans. Fuck them, all right? Virtual fans. I like how they made the sort of out-of-bounds line thicker for TV. It looks better. I like how they superimposed the logos and stuff. It looks much better. Not so plain. We'll complain about being plain. And a bit of the crowd noise. They could make it louder, I must say. The crowd noise is very quiet. And I can't hear the whistles. Am I the, did you watch these games? Can you hear yes. the refs whistle? I couldn't hear them. Yeah, yeah, I could hear them fine. Maybe it's just a couple of games that I watched. Might be a setting. Yeah. Might be a yeah. setting. Why would that be like a setting? Setting on the TV because I could hear it on the computer and I could hear it on my phone. I could hear it on my TV, so I was fine. Maybe it's just like what, one of the, like what sound fucking settings. setting is cutting out the whistles? <laughs> it's just a sound setting. It might be like the extra noise. I don't. I don't know, mate. What a random thing to say. Anyway, go, go, go. Give me the nah, Clippers I'm update, mate. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to. He's got to. You've got to do this already. Dude. We're only, what, how many deep? I'm on like four. Uh, yeah, I'm four as well. We're on par. We're on par here. Anyway, uh, Lakers Clippers, mate. Walk me through it. What happened? What went wrong? Opening night. Dude, what a game. Very messy. A lot of turnovers. Uh-huh. 20 to 16. Clippers had a couple more. That's probably our downfall. Mm. I don't think we did too badly, man. In all honesty, I mean, we kept like they shot thirty percent from the three point line yeah. and thirty nine percent from the field. We shot forty three and forty four respectively. Gee, so what went wrong? And we had a hell of a lot more points off turnovers. Was it rebounding? Uh, yeah, they out rebounded us. Offensive mm. rebounds eleven to four. Lakers way okay, and defensive sure, rebounds sure. thirty four to thirty two. So only just a little bit different. Yeah. But yeah, that's the, the main bo- thing. Boards, that's big. That's yeah. the only real stat they've beaten us in. Everything else, we were and the scoreboard, I guess as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we were pretty big one. <laughs> well, they started off at the end of the first quarter, thirty five to twenty three. Mm-hmm. So it was already it was a comeback game, and then we beat them by ten points in the second quarter, three in the third, yeah. and then we scored three yeah. more points in the. In the last quarter. I've got to say, though, we did well to, like, AD. Like, there's not much we can really do to AD. I say that. We'll get further into that in a minute. But We will. Um, Controversial you know, stuff, huh? Fantastic game from him. 34-8. and Eight, eight rebounds. And LeBron, um, Shut down. as we'll see... I mean, he still did all right in the last quarter, but yeah. he just didn't do LeBron's stuff. And then in the game afterwards, no spoilers, no spoilers but he still isn't doing... Great. He's, he's making it a hard argument for him to be MVP now and I'm not happy yeah I'm not happy 
I agree. Giannis um, is still doing Giannis things. Yep. Playmaker. Yeah, and he just that clutch play. He did well to shut down Paul George and uh, Kawhi and yeah, Paul George. Cool. To say that was nice. Um, yep. Could have been a little bit of a foul. Uh, nah, uh, fuck off. They talking about the Paul George shot? No, I'm saying that um, oh, when he did, when he did the putback, <laughs> the putback. There could have been a bit of a foul, but I gave it. I let it go. Ah. Uh. Uh, I thought you were talking about that last possession. How Paul George nah. takes the three to win the game. Nah, it was a light touch. And he's complaining. I, that was look, no. Oh, that's he kicked his legs. If anything, oh, Paul look, George just quietly. Look, if you if you got you're always going to complain if you miss. If you had made it, there was no complaint. Yeah, you know what I mean, course. of course. So anyway, interesting opening game there. Yeah. I must say, everyone's on the Lakers train. It's all happening. The train is choo chooing forward, right? Then bang, Toronto. Toronto beat you. them. Kyle I'm telling Larry. You, they are underrated to win the East. They're going to play finals. Right, just quietly. Just quietly. You didn't tell me that. You, we talked about last week and yeah. we said no one from the East was no. coming up. No, to win the East. I said it won't be the Bucks. I reckon the Raptors are in for a chance. Go back and listen. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to, boys. I, I said the East. I'm going to have to. i tell you what, though. After watching that first Bucks game, I was going, oh, God, I've made a dodgy call here. I made a real dodgy well. call. I'm watching Giannis. I'm going, oh, he's, he's, oh, he's beast moding, eh? isn't he? And the game I just watched, our, our boys are down at Philadelphia. I got to say, just on the eye test, like Ben Simmons and Joel and B, Tobias Harris, put up some numbers, good numbers, and B definitely put up some big numbers. Mm-hmm. But um, the guy, I can't fuck what's his name, Warren, TJ Warren, Dude. drops 53 points on Ben Simmons' head. Dude. Ben Simmons got him the whole game. You know what the best thing so, is? He got traded for cash. The start of the season, no, I think no. it was. He he was the washing machine from fucking semi-pro, mate. Dude, he got <laughs> traded for cash. And they've gone to the press oh, conference no. and they're like, oh, you know, I, I, I was just reading. I don't know the, the exact things. He's just like, yeah. oh, I'm worth more than however much cash and just left it at that. Yeah, well, shit, man. I mean, he averages 20 a game, so it's not like he's not a scorer, but, but that's I mean, impressive, to drop 53 man. opening night yeah. for Philly, I mean. That's Jeez. impressive. And Ben Simmons, I got to say... Letting me down big time. He shot that one three-pointer in the first uh, game. exhibition game yeah. and hasn't done shit since from outside. And then in this game, I just got to say, he looked like he was on holiday mode. It looked like, you know, Kylie Jenner or Kendall Jenner, sorry, was at the game watching yeah. that type of game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was prancing around. Meanwhile, he's getting 53 on his head. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, Brett Brown as the coach didn't do anything to change it. I just finished watching this game. You know, they didn't do any like high shows and switch just Ben going one on one gets pinned on the pick and roll every time and then he just ends up pulls up for three and he ends up with nine three points or something like that really nine three points made just show hard make someone else beat you nah he had 30 at half time he didn't come out of nowhere yeah yep. anyway there it is there's my fucking rant again uh, and then just quickly uh, let me fuck. just jump on in here just before we, just so we can wrap it up uh, Clippers yeah, Pelicans Holy shit. Yeah, sorry, go. Yeah. <laughs> we go. dominated. Absolutely dominated. Mm. At the end of halftime, you see JJ uh, Reddick just laying there. He just seeing his eyes. He's like, what's yeah. happened? What's happened? Yeah, yeah. I mean, good game. Fantastic. Good game. Good game for us. Um, uh, I must say, it, the Pelicans, I love watching the Pelicans, but um, it's just a shame that they... That Zion is only on such a harsh minutes restriction at the moment. Fourteen minutes, barely, yeah, barely playing a quarter of basketball. <laughs> but um, still, my rookie of the year. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, 
Look at that stat line, bro. Look at that stat line. We're talking fucking seven Seven points. Seven points, five Five rebounds. rebounds. That's it. One of three shooting. I mean, come on. Sorry, three of seven shooting. All right, yeah. <laughs> That's a real hot streak, ain't it? Compared but to anyway, yeah, I just want to say I love watching the Pelicans. But anyway, yeah, the Clippers compared to them, Jar dropping twenty-two, five, and eleven against Portland. How many minutes? How many minutes? How many minutes? How many minutes? Forty. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, hey, no, so he should. He's a good player, obviously. Yeah. I, I'm joking, people. Jar Morant should obviously definitely now. Yeah. It's no question anymore. It was somewhat of a debate in my head. But now it's totally nothing. So, yeah, Clippers won that easily. The Pelicans switched yep. off. We switched off in the last quarter. We let them come back just because we mm. knew they were going to win. And then did you see, like, all mm. the virtual fans started leaving, like, halfway through the game because we were pumping them I so much? I saw the memes. Yeah. I did see the memes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't escape the memes, no. mate. <laughs> all right. So, that is NBA Chats. Well, let's transition, Dan. Transition offense. Run it into... <laughs> go, go. Run the lane. Run the lane. Let's run it into... <laughs> He's running. He's running on camera right now. Let's run it into what we doing, what we playing, what we watching. What is we doing? Yeah. All right. Do you want me to go first? I'd love for you to go okay. first because I think I'll have the main okay, so I'm, topic I'm today. pretty quick here. I haven't done a lot this week. Uh, good. Been good. playing a lot of Ark Survival Evolved. Uh-huh. Um, it's pretty good. Uh, I still much prefer the forest. I'm still getting into it. The boys aren't playing sure. with her because uh, Aaron bought his own private server. Like, he's paid for it. Oh, Jesus. Um, and they're loving it. They're all loving it. Him, May the Paul. Are you going to shout out the YouTube channel, mate? Shout him out? Yeah, Groove One Trons, why not? Just so you can see how cringy and embarrassing I am when on PlayStation. Shout out. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I've been playing a lot. So I've been playing a lot of Ark. It's pretty, yeah. it's pretty fun. I think I still prefer the forest. Uh, but, yeah, mm-hmm. it's really cool getting to, like, tame your own dinosaurs. Uh, I just got a text message before. We've tamed a uh, T-Rex and named it Lana Rhodes. Wow, so it sounds like it's uh, definitely cringe, yeah. so that's good. Definitely a very <laughs> mature group we are. Definitely nah, not a bunch mate, of That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about, mate. Of course it is. I got, of course to, it I got is. to name my dinosaur Crack Eyes. Oh, no. Oh. Give it an inside joke mm. for me and Dan, <laughs> which is the best type of joke for a podcast. Jokes that no one else understands. <laughs> Uh, haven't really done much, although I have started uh, watching Better Call Saul with Dad. Mm, what do you think? It's a real Vince Gilligan, like you're hooked and it's got a bit of a lull. And then right at the end, it gets you hooked again and you're like, yeah. I've just got to watch another episode. Uh, it, that Breaking Bad was obviously the king of that with uh, just at the end, something happens, you go, literally, I remember watching in my bed and stuff like, you'd be up really late at night, you got school the next day and you'd be like, Ah, oh, fuck it. I'm going to watch the last episode. Yeah, I go watch another one. I go watch another one. They get you every time. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's what, I've, that's what I've been doing. What have you been doing? All right. What have I been doing? I've got my little list here. I've been... We watched a couple movies, actually, for once. Uh, me and my dad watched The Prestige. Have you seen this, Dan? I don't think I have. Christopher Nolan, just quietly, maybe his best movie. What? 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 Actually, you know what? what? Dark Knight's his best movie. All right, but you know what I'm saying? A very, a fantastic movie that you nah, must watch. The Last watch, Jedi Dan. is his best movie. Just, it's just the same that. old story. <laughs> but yeah, you've got to watch it. It's two rival magicians going at each other. It's stacked cast of Hugh Jackman, uh, Christian Bale, um, Scarlett Johansson, Michael Caine. 
just stacked. You pretty he much think Batman begins. begins. <laughs> <laughs> it's Batman and Alfred versus Wolverine. <laughs> That's Dude, what this literally. movie is, mate. It's literally what this movie is. So just tune in, mate. It's, mate, twists and turns absolutely every... It's amazing. David Bowie's in this. Yeah, he plays Nikola Tesla. Correct. Tesla's in the movie. So just check it out, guys. I'm being serious. You will not regret it. It's a long movie, but seriously... It passed my dad. He, this is the review system for my dad. It's very similar to Dan's phone pickups okay. review. If he sleeps or not. If my dad falls asleep or not. And he did not sleep at all through the two hours. I mean, that's oh. big time. That's uh, big time. How'd you watch it? On Netflix? Yep, Netflix. So check it out. I highly recommend. Um, next. Uh, what else? We just watched last night The Box. Not Bird Box, The Box. Kate recommended it, or not recommended it. She said we should watch it. She saw it on TikTok. I'm not going to lie to you. Bizarre movie. It ends up being aliens and the devil and is this stuff. The, really uh, weird. Is this the 2009 American psychological yeah. thriller film based on the 1970 story Button Button by Richard Matheson, which is previously yeah. adapted into Ellipses? He's got five <laughs> Did you just tie it on top of your head, mate? <laughs> I love how we just go, previously adapted into Ellipses, like the three dots. He didn't even realize. <laughs> I thought it was the name of the book or something. <laughs> I think it's ellipsis, mate, not ellipses. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm going to have to look this up. Keep the ellipses games. All right. No, it's, no, it's ellipsis. Ellipsus. Sus. Yeah, ellipsis. you ellipses. Ellipses. How do you pronounce it? Like Pentelberry. <laughs> and polka um, dots. <laughs> like, okay, so this is the premise of the movie. And talk, I want to know what you would do. And listen up right in. You rock up. This guy rocks up to your house, gives you this button. This is the 1970s, by the way. So, just picture that. You know, you're vibing. You're more racist than ever. This guy rocks up. <laughs> he rocks up. He gives you this button. And he says... And by the way, half his face is missing. This is very Two-Face-esque. And he gives you this. And he says, you press the button. Someone you don't know dies. And you get $1 million. Oh, he's pressed the button a million times. <laughs> That's the premise, and obviously, weird shit ensues, mate. Actually, kind of, it was. I thought it was very interesting. That's my rating out of yeah, ten. All interesting. Right, all, right, all right, what would you do? What would you do? No chance, mate. You're gonna kill somebody. <laughs> Dan just started fapping to that premise. <laughs> Whoa, what was that noise? Did you hear that? Anyway, I have, like my head in my hands. You'll hear it when I do the audio. It's just like this real like suction high pitch <laughs> vacuum sound. Like uh, you know when you're vacuuming, you get like a wrapper stuck in the thing that makes it that high p- high pitch sound because it yeah. has like a little bit of air going in. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what I made. Beautiful. This is the main topic that I want to talk about in terms of this segment. Yes, Ghost of Tsushima. I have finished it, hmm. and I've listened to your little segment that Thank I didn't listen God. to. God, yeah. In case you didn't realize, Alex didn't actually listen to it. He just chucked it in there, unedited, unedited. And I listened to it actually just after I finished it. It was quite cool. I was like, "Oh, it's like a little Dan just giving me his spoiler thoughts." Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll just we'll we'll catapult off that, Dan. Let's do it. <laughs> so the decision Dan made was to kill his father figure in the game you because didn't. he wanted to be. Oh, okay. All right, no, there it is. All right, there it is. That's it. Podcast over. Dan ruined it. You know what? If you're going to just interrupt it, I was going to build it up to it. (laughs) Don't tell me. He's walked away. (laughs) He's walked away. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, Mike fell off on everything. (laughs) Oh, don't tell me. 
So Dan has killed his father figure. You get the choice at the end of the game. It's dead. Disgust. Now, I rocked up there and I saw the choices. And perhaps it was my lack of Japanese knowledge. Perhaps. Even though in the whole game they're hammering it into you. I let him live. I spared oh, him. You... No. Because you know why? No. I thought. Are you serious? Now, this is my logic. Oh, here we go. My yeah. logic. Uh, Dan, Dan's logic was it was a samurai death. And I've I watched the video of the two endings. And you know what? Maybe it is actually the good ending to kill him. But It is. 100% is. Nah, maybe. Maybe so, not. No, what's the other ending? And you just see his. He smiles. He smiles when you choose not to kill him. He smirks. It's just saying. And <laughs> whatever. And, and so I spared him. And he smiles, whatever. He lets you go. We'll hunt you down to the day you, the ghost is dead. And you know what? We say, fucking bring it on, bitch. And I think that's the, for me, that was, in my logic was that if I kill him, then I am the monster that he thinks I am. No, that shows, you keeping him alive shows him he's the, you are the monster he thinks you are. So this is you have true. no honor. You have no respect. They say right from the start. They say right from the start. They say, yep. you kill your enemy right in front of you. And he even says, yep. give me your warrior's death he and did. kill me. He did. He said, give me. Did. And you still didn't do the honorable thing. <laughs> he said, do the honorable thing and give me the warrior's death. He did. He literally says that. I thought that I have completed the ghost path, that I'm not a samurai, I've become something greater, Dan. I've become something greater, a new chapter. I've become my separate thing, the ghost of Tsushima, where I don't kill my fucking father. <laughs> your father didn't die for you to let your uncle live. I'm better than the samurai! You poisoned people! I didn't choose that, but I... Now, is that the moment you're you were talking about? Is that, the, yeah. is that the moment? Yeah, how annoying. No, 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 the moment I was talking about... Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I wasn't really poisoning people. And then when you get to that I part... I never used the poison. Like... Yes, I, I never used it. I, I used the poison like, maybe oh. once or twice. But then once it, once I used it in that cutscene, I, I was using it all the time. I was like, oh. I, no, once they're poisoned, I was just like... Oh. Look, it makes sense. It makes sense to progress the story. But there needed to be a way... Because like, once you assassinated a couple of people, they had that cutscene where your uncle's like, that is not the way. Yeah. That was good enough. Yeah. They needed a way to like measure how many times you assassinated people and that mm-hmm. decided how you did it. Let's just say, mate, mine was... I was so stormy, bro. I couldn't see yeah. shit. It yeah, was that's well, they did that. So why can't they do... If you only assassinate like six people, Yuna goes and poisons them behind your back or something. And, but if you go and assassinate everyone... Yeah, so I thought about it too. It's like either you poison them... So you have to do a fucked up thing either way. You can either poison them or you can just go in silently and you have to assassinate everybody. I think yeah. would have been cool because I would never poison. What the fuck is that? That's that's like if you can go it in was, there, I could have assassinated gruesome. everybody. I could have assassinated everybody. That's bullshit. So I'm having another one of these. These are so bananary, man. Really? I want to try. Mm. Is this the Byron Bay? Shout out to Byron Bay. Could you be a sponsor of the show? Question mark. I'm really. I'm actually really happy. I'm gonna go buy a slab tomorrow. <laughs> wow. We should all buy a slab of something. Just quietly, everybody. Um, but anyway, there it is. So Ghost of Shima. Now this is what I want to bring up, Dan. Now side note. Um, I'm just p- trying to power through all the side missions and stuff. Let's not get into that. But yeah. we can go ongoing if you want to talk about stuff. But now I want to talk about here. I've got written down. Interesting. Ooh, hold on. My mic fell again. Interesting that now PlayStation exclusives. I love them. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. But are they all becoming very samey in not the presentation, 
But every single game is a gritty l- third-person action game. And that open world, linear, linear open world, I should say. I mean, we're talking... God, hang on, hang on, I've got, let, let, me get, let me go to my collection here. Uh, you've got God of War. Yep. Ghost of Tsushima. Yep. Horizon Zero Dawn. Yep. Infamous Second Son. Yep. Killzone Shadowfall doesn't count. It's still open world, but first person, so not really. You're exactly right. Yep. Uh, let's keep going across. The Last of Us remastered. The Last and of Last of Us 2. Yep. No, hold on. We got Until it. Dawn doesn't count. Nah, different. That's actually... See, that's a good example. I, I agree. Continue. Um, and then... The Uncharted series. That linear third-person action. Especially Uncharted 4 with the big areas, um, right? Yeah. And, so, and Lost Legacy with that big open world area, which you see in the start of Last of Us Part 2. Yeah, and the extra bit of also Days Gone, which we haven't played. That's the open no, world zombie I'm, game. I'm planning on getting to that. I want to just find it cheap, but I, I don't want to get it digitally. I want to have all my exclusives on disc. Yeah. So there you go. That's So I've got, yes. In terms of almost identical gameplay, not exactly the same, but identical gameplay yeah. style of Spider-Man, Horizon, God of War. Oh, dude. Dude, Spider-Man. I completely forgot about Spider-Man. Now... I'm just saying, I love all these games, actually. Except for Days Gone, I haven't played it. But I'm just saying, it's the exclusives are a lot better, in my opinion, for games that I like than Xbox. But, I mean, geez, they're all become, they all seem like they, get, they started as totally different games, right? Yeah, and they're slowly seeming into... The same style of game. Yeah. Very interesting. Working. Maybe that's just what the PlayStation exclusive is. That one style that everyone seems to love. That story-driven... But it's got to run out, surely, if they continue it in that way, right? Well, look, if they keep going more open world, they're going to lose me. Mm, yeah, I know you're not a fan of it. And I'll just quickly talk about now, next generation, Dan, of consoles. Yes, the Xbox had their press conference. Spot on. Now, I'm, just, mm. I'm not going to go into detail about all the stupid little shit, but the big hitter of Halo, Infinite, and Fable. Yeah. yeah. Does, any, does those two interest you? Massive. I never played Fable. Neither. But that is massive for Xbox to come back. Being a previous Xbox 360 guy, uh, that was huge. Fable 2 and 3 was massive. And there's a lot of people who love the Fable series. Yeah. And I know, for example, one of my friends, as soon as he heard Fable was coming back, he's like, well, I think I might buy a pair, uh, an Xbox One now. Mm. An Xbox Series X. Mm. Yep. Um, so that's, ma- that's massive, man. I mean, they could get a lot of people from that. Or then... The bombshell that was Halo Infinite. Massive mm. from the trailers. And then the demo comes out. No good. And what what a flop. There were so many complaints about the demo, about the way it looks and renders. Yep. Yeah. Man. Well, first off, I want to talk to you now, Dan, about these two games. Uh, as you, as a, as a consumer, are you interested in getting an Xbox Series X? No. Me neither. Not at all. No. Not at all. I want to be. I want to be. But yeah, go. I want to because I've got the even thing. But I, I don't think... I don't remember the last time I turned on my Xbox One. Same, bro. I mean, I love my... I got the Xbox One S here. And I actually love the way the S looks. It's very clean. Like, it's looking. But just in terms of games, like we just talked about, the, all those games we just listed are like... Oh, sure, they're getting samey, but I love them. What's an Xbox Dude, exclusive that you love, Dan? I've got one. I was going to say, this is the only thing that will push ah. me... Yep. Go. You know exactly what it's going to be. I think so. Let me say it before we bring it down. Is it possibly Sunset Overdrive? Or oh, you're close. Oh. Want to have another guess? Forza? <laughs> I don't know. What? Sunset Overdrive! Oh, you son of a bitch. He got me. He got me, lads. Yeah, I love that game. Was- 
by the creators of uh, Spider-Man 2. And Ratchet and Clank. And Ratchet. Ratchet. (laughs) But yeah, Sunset Overdrive. If they release Sunset Overdrive 2, it will literally be like when I bought my PS4. I only bought it for Ratchet and Clank. If they they announce Sunset Overdrive 2, I will be in line to cop an Xbox. Yeah, so for me, I, I... From that conference that we that we uh, that we watched, I just think like no exclusives interest me. Halo, I never was a fan of Halo, and this Halo I can't get into it, man. I can't me do neither. it. I don't know what it is. I mean, we love COD. No doubt, Halo is will go down as one of the great game, greatest franchises. Yeah, we're not against it. It just hasn't grabbed I just, us. I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad bizarre, you agree. Bro. I don't get it, right. but it's just anyway. So what we're saying is, guys, in terms of PS Five. Xbox Series X, mate. It's PS5 at launch for sure. Perhaps down the line, a cheap Series X or something like that. You know, or the slim model. You know, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I won't be buying on release. I will be buying a PlayStation Five. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Oh, how about actually? Let me jump in. Sorry, quickly, quickly before we switch. The price increase for two K twenty one. Oh, what a lot! Was that? Yeah, dude. Um, I understand it. But I don't like it. I just don't like it from 2K because you know what? Those fucking... They milk so much money out of yours already. 100% pro. Anyway, I just want to put that out there. Uh, it's yeah. interesting stuff. I, pre- I appreciate Ubisoft doing same price games for next-gen consoles. I appreciate n- that. Now, yes, on the surface level, I would agree, right? But then you think about it for a second. It's all just a... They always do the... Same with at the start of this generation. The Assassin's Creed and everything was cross-platform, right? It was both the mm-hmm. old one and the new one. I think as soon as they go to just next-gen... It will be they'll up it, yeah. I reckon, yeah. yeah. But anyway, this is Ubisoft. we don't know. But Time all their games are the exact same, either generation, anyway. So yeah, I know, I know. That's a sad thing. Like Watch Dogs, I'm excited for. I like the Watch Dogs, but Watch Dogs Legion, I'm sure they're going to make it work on PS4 and PS5 the same. So it's not even going to be that good looking on on PS5, unfortunately. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's enough. That's enough gamer right. gamer talk. <laughs> all right, let's do it to something that I've been worried about. Let's get into Seth's stories. So I haven't been looking forward to uh, this all week. I've been a little nervous. Um, last week I stitched up Alex quite badly. Mm, mm, um, mm. Within did. reason. Within reason, I would say. Uh, mm, <laughs> questionable. Questionable, yeah. considering um, things. And he said it last week he's going to have something lined up. Um, yeah, I thought about it then. I've thought about it a lot. I've thought about it so much that I had one lined up that I have personally thought to myself that I'm not going to tell that story. So because it's too much. Oh, I got so a, I've kept one in the barrel. But listen, I've kept a better story in the barrel. All right, let your minds go wild. I'm not telling it right now. I'm going a little bit of a soft. I'm going. I'm doing body shots right now. The knockout's coming. I'm doing the bo- bit of this, bit of Floyd Mayweather, a couple of jabs to the abs. You know. Ba-ba-ba. And I'll wait for the haymaker in a couple of weeks. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Get the Mike Tyson, I'll bite you, you're off and bang! <laughs> and then. Uh, Alright, so all right. we're at a friend of ours' house. Yeah. Friend the of the Sesh show's house. house. Sesh the Sesh house at the time. Yes. Yeah, definitely at the time, mate. Not anymore, sadly. And. He's grown old. He has grown old, somehow. Got grey hairs now. I mean, imagine when he's 50 years old, what he's going to be like. Anyway, um, so we're at his house. He's got a pool. Pool party, all the boys over. <laughs> no, and I don't want to a handful of girls. Aww. I'm not going to say where they're from. But anyway, 
So we're there, we're in the pool, having a grand old time. Daniel Paul, co-host of the show, slugger himself. And uh, we're tossing the footy around. Of course, it turns into, you know, a bit of a fucking, I don't know, everyone's jumping on each other and shit. A girl that's in the pool with Dan. Dan picks her up on her shoulders. I mean, classic move by Dan. Classic move. He's got on her. Sh- he's got he- her on his shoulders. Hang on, so, so like she's on my like like if you're at a yeah, festival, exactly. Or like, exactly. or if you're Geordie Morgs at Will Sparks. That's how I had her. Exactly like that, Geordie Morgs, and <laughs> picks her up and proceeds to then spin her around. Oh, hold, so- hold, 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 hold. Dan, that's what he's- you did. No, no, he's forgetting to add. Uh, Alex and another one of his mates had the ball in their hand. And he goes, oh, oh, turn her around so they can peg it at her, but. I didn't I realize I they meant listener. turn myself. They didn't, I didn't realize they meant turn myself around. What's easier in your mind, listener? Turning yourself around or spinning the person on your shoulder, a female, around? So let's just say she she is now facing him on his shoulders. If you know what I'm saying. If you know what I'm saying, listener. Listener, do you know what I'm saying? Listener, do you know what I'm saying? God, you're making it sound so much worse. And literally, so, everyone goes. So everyone. She. It felt like it went in slow motion. Listener, it felt like every time slowed down. It's like Inception. We went into his dream. It just. We went slow. Time went slow down, and we all just went. Oh no! What are you doing? I think someone yelled out. What are you doing, Dad? And you just <laughs> proceeded like, to Batista upon her <laughs> in panic. Dan, I remember specifically your eyes darting around yeah. for a half a second. Like, I, I just, and I, just remember, I was just going, well, I couldn't look straight. Obviously, I'm like, oh, no. It just proceeds. Yep. Yeah. Batista bombs her. Thus, you know. You know what the best thing was? You know what the best thing was? Uh, Go. We were in the same area the next day. Sure. I said to one of my mates, I'm like, oh. She's not talking to me today. I don't understand why. And it's like, Dan, you've been teased Dan, you spun her around on your shoulders, held her there for what felt like an hour, and then you spun around, listener. That's the key. The opposite of the festival on shoulders. It's like it's like Dan was wearing her as a face mask. <laughs> Jesus. I might have to cut that. I don't know. Do I leave that in? It's a bit too graphic. It's what he was doing. It's oh, what he was no. doing. But there you go, listener. That's the that's the body blow this week. You get a couple of body blows, and then sometime down the line, when you least expect it, Dan, I'll whip out. I'll flop it out like this, and just bang you with it. You know what I'm saying? With the pistol resistance. There you go. Not quite the damaging blow that you might have expected, listener. But it's coming. Oh. It's oh. coming. All right. Uh, let's jump into shoutouts. Let's do it. Shout it, shout it, shout it out loud. Shout it, shout it, shout it out loud. So Dan, anyone you want to start the shoutouts with first? I think I think I have someone in mind. We've we've hit the milestone. We've hit dinner for two. We hit the challenge out there. We threw it out there, and it has been someone took we it through the bone. And someone's eaten, as I said before, the dinner for two. Numbers follower number 69. Woo! Woo! There it is. Well done. Ross Waitman. Uh, no, no, it wasn't Ross Waitman. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was the other one. You had, two, you had a 50-50 shot and you missed it. That's my mate. It's, it's another guy. It's the other one. Just oh, beep, let me look. beep that one out as well. That'd be funny. 
It's Blake Ward. Go again. Just go. And here he is. No, 69. Number 69. Congrats. Dinner for two. Once again. Dinner I'll continue two. saying. Dinner go. for two. Number 69. Dinner for 269. Yeah. Uh, Blake Ward, 2000. Thank you, Blakey, mate. Uh, we love you, 2000. Unofficial BT saved us. Uh, he hit up his mate. He goes, he's the plug. He's got something for us. He's followed us. Appreciate it. Loving his glass. I tell you what, this bloke, I reckon he'd, I reckon he'd be a bit, a bit of a sesh monkey. Not a sesh gremlin, but a sesh monkey. Okay, I reckon he'd be pretty cheerful, bit of, pretty sure, up and about. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's pulled the strings. The big man, Blake, has pulled it. He's pulled in the big man. He's gotten it done. Big shout out to you, Blake. We really appreciate it, mate. Um, what have we seen here? Another. Ro- have you already mentioned this? He's a Roval basketballer. Roval basketballer. Yeah. Hey, anyway, look. appreciate the follow, Blakey. Number 69, and guess what? No one can ever take that away from you, mate. You are the first and last 69, 69. we'll ever have. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget my first 69, Blake. No. Oh, sorry, not no, Blake. No. Yeah, Blake. Blake and Blake. Blake. I just realised. Why do we know that connection? All right, and do you want to chuck our other follower? Our follower count yep. has slowed down quite a I bit. I know. Fucking hell, guys. At least it's going to be quick. Um, <laughs> uh, the other follower, Ross Waitman. Now, NBL 1 player Ross Waitman. Now, he plays for the Ballarat Miners. Um, I went to Vic Uni with him back in the day. Jesus, what a throwback. Back at the Basketball Academy down there. That is no longer there, so that just shows you that was successful. And, um, yeah, just a bit... Oh, my God. Can you oh, stop God. throwing your mic everywhere? I wasn't... I was half resting. Yeah, okay. Can you hear me still? Yeah, I can hear so yeah, Ross Waitman, I mean, geez, he's big time play down there, NBL 1 uh, for the Ballarat Miners, so I just got to shout him out, thanks for that. Thanks for that, Ross, good friend, one of the nicest guys you ever meet, um, he's also kind of jacked, so there's that as well. So, <laughs> absolute baller, one of the best left-handed basketball players you'll ever meet, okay? And by the way, his team uh, were up against the Ballarat Miners last season. With by ten points with one minute left in, and would you believe it? We lost that game. Really? So there it is. Shout out to you, Ross. You fucking dog. <laughs> anyway, there we go. Thank you, the, boys. Uh, that's the shout outs, guys. That's, that's the, the shout outs. Now, I just want to discuss because my Instagram has been popping off lately with celebrities. Well, can you tell them to follow the page? Because <laughs> we're struggling. Like Listen up, um, we've plateaued so- at seventy. Like I wish the coronavirus plateaued the way our page has, mate. You know, literally, our page has gone to stage four lockdown. Okay, so let me just uh, (laughs) chuck on in here. So I just recently posted the story about Complex saying J Cole is trying to get on an NBA list. Ridiculous, but yeah, go ahead. Um, And I just want to name some of these big name followers that are following me. They're following you. Not following. Sorry, checking out the story. My apology. My apology. Yeah, you try to uh, slip that past me, mate. I'm not gonna let it happen. I didn't even realize. <laughs> Some rap artist in front of sitting in front of a Lamborghini drop top, uh, eight hundred thirty three thousand. Dude, uh, Mocha Blast, Mocha Blast, ladies love Mocha, one hundred three thousand. Now this guy's checked out my account multiple times. Austin J Mills, host of the NBA, bro. Uh, what? <laughs> this guy um does player marketing like agencies he's yeah. a host on the NBA and brother uh-huh. HQ you, you know like the like the like the BuzzFeed kind of style website brother no but sure <laughs> yeah well he does that too um, 145,000 followers man what's going on the question uh, have you got any more go have you got any more one last one I think go oh. um, 
Anastasia Persimagrata with 178,000 followers. Um, and she's just a personal blogger. My passion is to learn languages so I speak. Love traveling and positive people. Jeez, why'd she follow you then? But yeah, I don't know why she's looking at me. I'm not a positive person at all. Anyway, the mystery of Daniel Paul getting big, like big follower count celebrity, well, Instagram celebrities to see his story continues week to week. Just anyway, anyone got some insight into how this keeps happening? We'd love to hear it. But anyway, there it is. That's that's shout out, Sam. You got anything else you want to add, or that's that's shout out? That's it. Short one today. Actually, shout out quickly to Jay Morgs for commenting on the YouTube video because we shouted him out big time. And of course, Blakey Taylor for the constant flow of memes. Yep. That 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 Saki one absolutely had me dying. Sake. Well, I say sake, but Nick, it works like it's Saki, bro. I'm like, no, it's sake. I'm like, I guess he would know, wouldn't he? Saki, Saki. Oh. So let's get into uh, get into the main topic: creepy pastors. Creepy pastors. I mean, number one for me is Penne. What about you? Oh, uh, for me, it's for silly Jerry. For silly Jerry. Silly Jerry. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening. That's the end of the podcast. You still there? Hello? Hello? Yes, I'm still there. Hello? Not you, I meant the listener. Oh, no. Ah. Yeah, don't leave. Please don't leave. Like and subscribe. <laughs> All right, so take we've got right, a couple here right, to yeah. talk about. Uh, have you got any in mind that you want to discuss? Dan, this is... Now, let me just preface this by saying last week in Conspiracy Theories. Listener, you heard a brisk 20-something, 25 minutes of the Conspiracy Theories chat. Some people asked, like Black Tail and stuff, that they want a bit more of that. Let me just say, that went for at least an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, we're 100% going back into that, though. You don't want to hear all of that, because most of it was me telling Dan to stop talking and let me talk, and then me proceeding to ramble for about 30 minutes, literally uninterrupted, about 9-11. So, you know what? (laughs) I've decided to let Dan take the lead on this, and I'll jump in with questions. Before you go ahead, let me just put my slippers on my feet are cold. I do have a surprise topic at the end of this that I want us to get into, Dan. And by get into, I mean you. So after we're done with this, don't let me forget. I want to ask you something. Go! So the first one we'll get into here. Creepypasta. Uh, This one was one of the first ones I actually started reading about and got interested in. Um, Maybe, can you introduce... What is Creepypasta? Is it a page? Yeah, so it's like a a website. Um, Creepypasta.com. And there's just a whole heap of just... Why is it called that? So, Creepypasta is a portmanteau of the words creepy and copy-paster, which was the term was the term was coined on the image board on 4chan, uh, which was just denotes the viral copy and pasting of text. Oh, boy. So, copy-paste is just like those chains, oh and then creepy is like a scary version of like those copy-paste chains. Okay. So, the first one that I ever saw was one called Ben Drowned. It's a story about a young man who comes across a bootleg cartridge of the Nintendo 64 game Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Um, when he starts mm. to play the game, he starts seeing some things that aren't right. Um, and he starts okay. to suspect the game is haunted by a name Ben who drowned. Oh, no. I recently moved into my... Uh, yeah. Damn, I'm scared. <laughs> uh, game is old Nintendo 64... Uh, his roommate gave him a Nintendo 64 um, and a copy of Super Smash Bros. Um, and he decided to drive around mm-hmm. to go to some garage sales. 
he ended up getting like you know the classic mm-hmm. Nintendo 64 games, Goldeneye, Pokemon Stadium, so forth, whatever some other controllers. Um, Iconic. Uh, he began to drive out of the neighborhood when the last house caught his attention. He has no idea why it did. Uh, there was no cars there, only one table set up with random junk on it. Uh, he usually trusts his gut with these things, so he got out of the car and was greeted by an old man. Uh, displeased, it was odd. If you ask me why I thought he looked displeasing, I couldn't pinpoint anything. There was just something about him that put him on edge. All I can tell mm. you that if it wasn't in the middle of the afternoon, there, were, there weren't other people within shouting distance, I wouldn't have even thought of approaching this man. He flashed a crooked smile at me and asked what I was looking for. Immediately, I noticed he must be blind in one eye. He hands him a Nintendo 64 cartridge. It was a standard... Yeah. It was standard grey colour and had no labels. Someone had written Majora on it in black permanent marker. He got butter- I got butterflies in my stomach as I realised what a coincidence it was and asked how much the old man wanted for it. The old man smiled and told me I could have it for free. He said it used to belong to a kid around my age that didn't live here anymore. There was something weird about how he phrased that. But oh. I didn't really get. I, I didn't really oh, take any no. attention to it then. I was too caught up in not only finding the game but getting it for free. Mm. I reminded myself to be a bit skeptical since it looks like a pretty shady cartridge and there was no guarantee it could work. However, the optimist in, inside me interjected that maybe there was some kind of beta or pirated version of the game. That was all I needed to be back on Cloud Nine. I thanked the man who smiled and wished me well, saying goodbye then, which at the time is what it sounded like to me. All the way in the car ride home, I had a nagging doubt that the man had said something else. Oh, shivers. My fears were confirmed when I booted up the... Hold on, hold on. What, what, what do you mean? What, no, what, what? no sorry. I just again? got please, shivers. Please. Yeah, from what, though? What, what, what I thanked say? the man who smiled and wished me well, saying goodbye then, which at the time is what it sounded like to me. All the way in the car ride home, I had a nagging doubt the man had said something else. Oh, what is happening? My fears were confirmed yeah, okay. when I booted... My fears were confirmed when I booted up the game. To my surprise, it worked just fine. And there was only one save file simply named Ben. The man was saying, Goodbye, oh, Ben. No. I felt bad for him. He was obviously a grandparent. Oh, goodbye, then. Goodbye, mm. Ben. A uh, grandparent going senile. I, for some oh, reason or no. another, reminded him of his grandson, Ben. Out of cuter curiosity, I looked at the save file. I could tell he was pretty far in the game. He had almost all of the masks and three out of four bosses remains. The only thing that was a little nerving was that at times, the NPCs would call me Link and call me Ben at other times. I figured it was a bug, oh, maybe no. a fluke in the programming no. that caused our save files to get no. mixed up or something. It did kind of creep me out f- f- after a while, though. Around the time I beat the Woodfall Temple, I regrettably erased the Ben file. I intended to preserve Why? the file out of respect to the game's original owner. It's not like I needed two files anyway. I hoped that it would solve the problem. It did and didn't. Now NPCs wouldn't call me anything. When my name should be in the dialogue was a blank space. My save file was still called Link, however. Frustrated and with homework to do, I put the game down for the day. I started playing the game again last night, getting the lens of truth and working my way towards the Snowhead Temple. So have you played Majora's Mask before? I have been. Explain it to the listener. Um, I haven't played it properly, so you'll have to like get me on this. So isn't it like there's the clock... Uh, so the moon's like going to uh, crash into the world. Yeah, there's a time limit on the certain, game. Yeah. Mm, and you have a certain amount of time to do it mm. and to increase your time to the song on the ocarina mm-hmm. to reset the time, but then you lose your your save or whatever you were doing. You have your to restart. Progress, I think. Yeah. So I think mm. it's, yeah, there's a time limit to finish the game. Um, you rarely got to, as a casual you know, person playing the game, you definitely don't get to finish everything you wanted to. 
Like, it's not like you're doing side shit. So it's as much as you can get done before... You try to finish the game before the time runs out. It's actually a cool concept that hasn't really been done for a, for a while. Yeah. Anyway, continue. So that's what you're saying with the glitch in this game. Yep. It allows you to so do it without the time limit. Timer, yeah. Yep. Uh, decided to do the glitch and finish... Try and finish Snowhead Temple. I went in and tried. I happened to get a ride on the first time and the counter bottom disappeared. Nothing would happen, and this kept up for about 60 seconds. I thought the game was bugged, so I was beginning to doubt that very much. Um, I was ready to reach for the reset button when the text appeared on the screen. You're not sure why, but you apparently had a reservation. To even think that someone could reprogram the game like this was absurd. Sure enough, though, another message appeared on the screen seconds later, and like the first one, it was already a pre-existence. Go to the lair of the temple's boss, yes or no? I paused for a second, contemplating what I should do. And how the game would react. When I realised I couldn't select no, taking a deep breath, I pressed yes, and the screen faded to white with the words "Dawn of a New Day" with the subtext of the whole heap of lines underneath beneath it. Where I was transported to filled me with the most intense sense of dread and impending fear I've ever experienced. The only way I can describe it felt here is a feeling of inexplicable depression on a profound scale. I'm not normally a depressed person, but the way I felt here was a feeling I didn't even know existed. Can't relate. Twisted. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Powerful presence that seemed to wash right over me. Every now and then, I heard I I would hear the faint laugh of the happy mask salesman in the background. It was just quiet enough that I wasn't sure if I was just hearing things, but loud enough to keep me determined to find him. I looked in all four zones of Clocktown, only to find nothing and no one. Textures were missing too. West Clocktown had me walking on air, and the entire area felt broken. By this point, it was obvious the game didn't want me to leave but I had no idea why it was keeping me here. I didn't want to go inside buildings. I felt I would be too vulnerable to whatever I was terrified of. I don't know why, but I came up with the idea that if I drowned myself at the laundry pool, I would spawn somewhere and leave. Okay, sure. As I turned to the pool, it happened. Link grabbed his head and the screen flashed for a brief moment and the happy mask salesman smiling at me. Not Link, me. With the Skull Kid scream playing in the background, when the screen returned, I was staring at the Link statue usually created by playing the Elegy Elegy of Emptiness. I screamed as the thing stared back at me with that haunting facial expression. I turned around and ran back to South Clocktown. To my horror, the statue followed me in a way I can only describe as being similar to the Weeping Angels from Doctor Who. Every so often, at random intervals, the animation would play of the statue appearing behind me. It was like the thing was chasing me, or I don't even want to say it, haunting me. By this point, I was on the verge of hysterics. However, not even once did the thought of turning off the console occur to me. I don't know why, but I was so wrapped up in it, the terror felt all so real. I tried to shake the statue, but it would literally appear Jeez, oh, I can't even say literally. Behind me every single time it went off screen. This one's tough to follow if you haven't ever played the game, listener. Yeah. On, the, on my third and final try, I noticed there was no music playing. All there was is eerie silence. I remember that original candle with Skull Kid. You were supposed to use the ocarina to either travel back in time or summon the giants. I attempted to play the Song of Time, but before I could hit the last note, Link's body once again burst into flames and he died. As the death scene neared its end, the game began to chug. It was as if the cartridge was trying to process a lot of something. When the screen came to, it was the same scene as the first three times, except Link was lying on the ground, dead in position I'd never seen in the game before. His head was tilted towards the camera and Skull Kid was floating above him. I couldn't move or press any buttons. All I could do was stare at Link's body. After 30 seconds of this, the game faded out with the message, You've met with a terrible fate, haven't you? Before kicking me to the title screen. Upon getting back to the title screen and starting again, I noticed my save file was gone. Instead of Link, instead of Link was your turn. Your turn. Had three hearts and no master item. I select this file and we return to the clock tower rooftop scene of Link dead and Skull Kid hovering over. With the Skull Kid's laugh looping over and over again. 
I quickly hit the reset button, and when the game booted up, there was one more save file below to your turn. Ben. I drove back to the old man's house today with a buddy of mine. No way I was going there alone to ask him some questions. I only to find out there was a sale sign in the front yard. When I rang the doorbell, no one was home. Mm -hmm. So now I'm back here writing the rest of my thoughts and recording what happened. Terrified of this game. I think Ben is something in the equation, I, but I don't know what. If I couldn't get a hold of the old man, uh, if I could get a hold of the old man, I'd be able to find some answers. And then there's more to it, but obviously, I won't get into it. Mm. Okay. Well, I'll do that. All right. I'll do Give me, uh, main, we'll give me some mainstream, if you can. Okay, now this but perhaps one was... before we dive in, as I interrupt you once more, as I've just seen on my phone, Dan, Collingwood has lost to Fremantle by two goals. Boy, oh boy, listener. You know what that means, as we agreed on. That is oh, a shot shit. Oh. for you, mate. That is a shot. Un How did you lose, mate? You know you're below us on the ladder now. You're something a little spicy. Hey, mate. Vanilla Dovka. Dovka? Oh, no. What is, it? what is that? What is Dovka? Uh, just a really cheap vodka. Oh, no. God, sure. It's going to be a shot, mate. I want to see a poured in a glass. Here we go. He's filled it up to a satisfactory level, perhaps. 20 mils? What? What's 30 mils, mate. What? 30. It's 30 a shot. 30 mils a shot, yeah. Because remember, the 50, we have a 15 mil shot pourer here, and it's half a shot. If it helps you out, mate, you know I'm having the straight as well. Yeah, I'm just on a straight whiskey yeah, right now. Yeah, again. listener, I'm just drinking straight whiskey like a fucking six-year-old man. Just straight up you on the 60-year-old man? What did I say? Six-year-old man. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. That's not what I meant, listener. All right, you happy with that? 60. Yeah, sure. If it's 30 mil, it's 30 mil. Yeah, I, I trust you, right? Yeah. Here it is, listener. Live for Collingwood. This is what you get. Oh, it does not smell good. Oh. oh. You can't smell it. You know you can't smell it, mate. Don't it's smell before you do it. It smells off. Oh, no. Oh. Oh. It's down. He's done it. He's staring at me. He's having a sip of the Byron Bay. I don't think that's any Shivering. Good He's done like the shiver thing. As you're just recovering from your Dvodka, your vodka, whatever the hell you just did. Dovka. Oh. Walk me in. Oh, no. <laughs> when have I ever been bad at shots? Uh, no, you're usually the king of shots, yes. I'm the one that's the worst with shots. And to be fair, I haven't done one Here yet. Here we go. This one says estimated reading time, eight minutes. Freak me out. Let's go. This story is called The Russian Sleep Experiment. <laughs> Russian researchers in the late 1940s kept five people awake for 15 days using an experimental gas-based stimulant. They were kept in a sealed environment to carefully monitor their oxygen intake so the gas didn't kill them, since it was toxic in high concentrations. This was before the closed circuit camera. This was this was before closed circuit cameras, so they had only microphone and five-inch thick glass porthole-sized windows into the chamber to monitor them. The chamber was stocked with books, cots to sleep on, but no bedding, running water, and toilet, and enough dried food to last all five over a month. The test subjects were political prisoners deemed enemies of the state during World War II. Everything was fine for the first mm -hmm. five days. The subjects hardly complained, 
having been promised falsely that they would be freed if they submitted to the test and did not sleep for 30 days. What? Their conversations and activities were monitored and it was noted days. that they continued to talk about traumatic incidents in their past. After five days, they started to complain about the circumstances and events that led them to where they were and started to demonstrate severe paranoia. They stopped talking to each other and began alter alternately whispering into the microphones and one-way mirrored portholes. Oddly, they all seemed to think they could win the trusted experimenters by turning over their comrades. At first, the researchers suspected this was an effect of the gas itself. After nine days, the first of them started screaming. He ran the length of the chamber repeatedly, yelling at the top of his lungs for three hours straight. He continued attempting to scream, but was only able to produce occasional squeaks. Mustn't have hit puberty. The researchers <laughs> postulated that he had physically torn his vocal cords. The most surprising thing about this behavior is how the other captives re reacted to it. Or rather, didn't react to it. They continued whispering to the microphones until the second of the captives started to scream. The two non-screening captives took the books apart, smeared page after page with their own feces and pasted them calmly over the glass portholes. The screaming promptly stopped. Oh so did the whispering to the microphones. Mm -hmm. After three more days had passed, the researchers checked the microphones hourly to see to make sure they were working. Since they thought it was impossible that no sound could be coming with five people inside, the oxygen consumption in the chamber indicated that all five must still be alive. In fact, it was the amount of oxygen five people would consume at a very heavy, heavy, far out, heavy level of strenuous <laughs> exercise. Yeah, yeah. On the morning of the 14th day, the researchers did something that they said they would not do to get a reaction from the captives. They used the intercom inside the chamber, hoping to provoke any response from the captives. They were afraid were either dead or vegetables. Mm -hmm. They announced, we are opening the chamber to test the microphone. Step away from the door and lie flat on the floor or you will be shot. Compliance will earn one of you your immediate freedom. To their surprise, I heard a single a single phrase and a calm voice response. We no longer want to be freed. Oh boy. Oh Debate no. broke out among the researchers and military forces funding the research. Unable to provoke any more response using the intercom, it was finally decided to open the chamber at midnight on the 15th day. Mm. The chamber was flushed out of stimulant gas and filled with fresh air, and immediately voices from the microphones began to object. Three different voices began begging, as if pleading for the life of loved ones to turn the gas back on. The chamber was opened and soldiers sent in to retrieve the set test subjects. They began to scream louder than ever when they saw what was inside. Four of the five subjects were still alive, although no one could rightly call the state of any of them in life. The food rations past day five had not been so much as touched. There were chunks of meat from the dead test subjects' thighs and chest stuffed into the drain in the center of the chamber, blocking the drain and allowing four inches of water to accumulate on the floor. Precisely how much of the water on the floor was actually blood was never determined. Oh, the much of the water on the floor was actually blood was never determined. Closer examination of the position and angles of the wounds indicated that most of it, if not all of them, was self-inflicted. Oh boy. Most of the soldiers were Russian special operatives at the facility, but still many refused to return to the chamber to remove the test subject. They continued to scream to be left in the chamber and alternately begged and demanded that the gas be turned back on, lest they fall asleep. To everyone's surprise, the test subjects put up a fierce fight in the process of being removed from the chamber. One of the Russian soldiers died from having his throat ripped out. Another was... Oh, boy. 
Another was gravely injured <laughs> by having his testicles ripped off and an artery in his leg severed by one of the subject's teeth. Another five of the soldiers mm. lost their lives if you count the ones that committed suicide in the weeks following the incident. In the struggle, one of the four living subjects had his spleen ruptured and bled out almost immediately. The medical researchers attempted to sedate him, but this proved impossible. He was injected with more than ten times the human dose of morphine derivative and still fought like a cornered animal. When the anesthetic gas was brought near him, he shook his head yes. When someone suggested reluctantly they try the surgery without anesthetic. I did not react for the entire six-hour procedure of replacing his indomitable organs and attempting to cover them with what remained of his skin. I can know, mate. Um, one terrified nurse assisting the surgery. Yeah. She stated that she had never seen the patient's mouth that she had seen the patient's mouth curl into a smile several times whenever his eyes met hers. Yeah. When the surgery ended, the subject looked at the surgeon and began to wheeze loudly, attempting to talk while struggling. The moment they could speak, they were asking for the stimulant gas. The researchers tried asking why they had injured themselves, why they had ripped out their own guts, and why they wanted to be given the gas again. Only one response was given. I must remain awake. All three subjects' restraints were reinforced and they were placed back into the chamber awaiting determination as to see what should be done with them. The commanding officer, a former KGB agent... Yes, do it. Instead... (laughs) Euthanize them, bro. Fuck them. Instead saw potential and wanted to see what would happen Uh if they were put back on the gas. Of course. The researchers strongly objected, but were overruled. You know what? I agree. I agree. I'm back in. I won't be locked in here with these things. Not with you, he screamed. As the man strapped to the at the man strapped to the table. What are you? Oh, I should do it in a Batman hand. What are you? Oh god, hang on. <coughs> what are you? He, are demanded, you? he demanded. I must know. The subject smiled. Have you forgotten so easily? <laughs> the subject asked. We are you. We are the madness that lurks within oh you all, begging to be free at every moment in your deepest animal mind. We are what you hide in your beds at every night. We are what sedate you into silence and paralysis when you go to the nocturnal haven where we cannot tread. The researcher paused, then aimed the subjects huh? ha- at the subject's heart and fired. The EEG flatlined as the subject weakly choked out. So nearly free. Nah? Thoughts? Thoughts? Thought- so that's the end? Yeah, not as scary as I remember it, man, but oh. You know what? Nah, it is when you read it for the first time. Mm. I do remember reading. I remember being like creeped out by this story. Mm. Creeped out. So, well, something about reading it in your own head creeps you out. Or more, like watching, like, or like, like watching those videos on YouTube. Fuck, I'm a, a bit disappointed. I was so excited to. Re- I should have read that beforehand because I was so excited to read it. I thought it was going to be great, but I'm a bit let down. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's good. I mean, like it's interesting in like in terms of like what is sleep essentially. If you want to get into that discussion well you know? actually i do want to this is something i did want to talk about please now with isolation oh boy i found i'm dreaming a hell of a lot more oh, okay some of the spicier naughtier kind oh god damn jesus and some like it's not even like because i'm not normally someone who dreams mm-hmm. at the best of times sure um but i've been dreaming like really vividly like remembering a lot of my dreams, like clearly. Are you finding the same? Nah, I don't really. I'm not dreaming really at all. I, I feel like at the start we had this conversation, and I did have a couple of fucked up dreams. But I mean, I also have been drinking very heavily, so who knows? Yeah. <laughs> um. No, I. 
<laughs> I had a couple of weird ones earlier this week. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. It just a lot of other people are seeming like they're remembering their dreams a lot more than normal. Lack of stimulation, you reckon, in real life? Is that what it? Is that what it is? Because like, you, you're not doing. You, yeah, you're not doing. A, you're not doing a lot during the day, so your brain's not getting that tired. So, but your breast, your body's so used to you going to sleep. It needs to be. So yeah, maybe you're going yeah, to sleep, but your brain's still awake. Who knows, mate? Russian sleep experiment, mate. You don't want to sleep, other. You know that kind of reminded me, like the ending there. Did that remind you a lot of like one of the Joker stories? Oh, I am you and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm you without you know yeah. holding back and all that sort of shit. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. But it's like it is interesting in terms of sleep. Like, what is sleep in terms of like is our natural state actually sleep? And when we're awake, it's just a race exactly. to get back to sleep. Yeah. You know. Yeah, because when you think about it, back in the well, back in the day, mate, it's really what you wake up, you hunt down for food and shelter and shit, and then you just go back to sleep. Like that's the cycle, mate. And or, or you, you know, yeah. you, you you breed and stuff as well, obviously. So it's just an interesting thought, maybe like you know, maybe it's just being awake is just like an unnatural yeah. state, <laughs> you know? Yeah, maybe well, who knows? We've got it written here because we we're, we're going to discuss this a little while ago uh, about dreams. Where did I put it? Dreams. Um, it's not discuss. Like, yeah. Well. Yeah, so lucid, have you ever lucid, had a lucid dream before or attempted to lucid dream? I've attempted to try and be... You have attempted? So lucid dream is you're in control of yourself in the dream. So you're aware of your, your, that you're dreaming. Yeah. And then one time it happened, I remember it was just when I, I think I was in year nine because I just changed my bedroom over. Um, and I just yep. remember like getting up out of bed and going, am I awake or am I asleep? And there was something like not, like the mirror was fogged. Bro, it's cr- in my bedroom. Fuck, that's freaky, but man. I, yeah, but dude, I don't have a mirror in my bedroom. Oh, it's even worse. Oh, yeah, God. So, much, so I was like, it looks like shit, man. I'm in, I'm in a dream here. Oh, there's one. Have you seen like those things on like YouTube and that? It's like that guy that everyone sees in their dream. Oh, God, they're so fucking weird. Dude. Yeah. I haven't. Yeah, I God, haven't. God. I swear I haven't seen that guy. Have you? You haven't seen it? Yeah. Yeah. You have? I think Emily may have It freaked well. me out, though. That picture freaks me out. I see whenever they yeah. show that I'm like, like the guy with the big bushy eyebrows. Yeah, and it's like a monobrow sort of thing almost. Yeah, he kind of looks like Charles Boyle from Brooklyn Nine Nine. It just, sort of, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but this, yeah, he freaks me out. But no, I don't. I try not to because then when I see that, I start thinking, oh god, now I'm not tonight. I know I'm gonna have a fucking nightmare about you know. But yeah. like, nah, no, nah, not personally. I don't often have nightmares though. Weirdly. No, I totally should. The amount, the amount of scary movies and scary stuff I watch. Yeah, I'm pretty susceptible to that type of shit. Or, or horror games, for example. Yeah, we gotta do a horror movie review, or like a live reaction mm. to some, bro. Because I mean, God, I'm so easily scared, bro. You and I saw this. When did it come out? I think it was oh, 2019. I, is this the app one? Yeah, that was such a shit movie. But like, fuck, I think 2019 it, just, it came out. I think out. it was just so many jump scares. I think. What was it called? Yeah, it's a count countdown. Oh my god, terrible, terrible so, movie. But just it got us, man. The, Every five seconds, yeah. it got us. <laughs> yeah, we were so frightened from that movie. Yeah. I mean, the concept is um, terrible. Like, what a dumb it's, concept. It's kind of no. It's a it's a kind of cool concept. I didn't mind it. Yeah. So all right. The yeah, thing go, is, go. you download an, you download an app mm-hmm. uh, that tells you how long you have to live, which I'm sure exists. Um, you can actually download that app on your phone now. It's actually on. Right. Yeah, great. So, Fucking great. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so you download, it tells you how long you have left to live. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but if you try to change it in any way, shape, or form, yeah. you break the terms and conditions, and the demon a demon comes and kills you. So you're just dead regardless, guys. Sometimes it says yeah. it's like a couple days, a couple minutes, and other times it says like 70 years. Say so like, yeah. But, um, and now, yeah. I think the thing that scared me the most is I would be the one good bloke in our friendship group uh-huh. who'd be stupid enough to download it. Sure. And actually find out. You know what sure. I mean? I think that's what's scaring me anything. Like, I'd be that guy that downloads it, and it wouldn't say fucking 80 years. It would say like 24 minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Just knowing my luck, yeah. I would be the guy that just, I'd get hit by a bus or something. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> I could say that. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. it's... Just the concept, though, really bothered me in terms of, like, as soon as the movie, any horror movie gets supernatural for me, which a lot of them are, like, really supernatural, it just totally Does, loses lose me. It? Yeah, totally loses me. Cause it's really? Just, it's just stupid, man. Like, they're trying to delete the well, app. I- they get She gets a new phone, all this type of stuff, and the app just keeps popping up. Like, no matter what she does, the app cannot be erased. Mm. The app, and all this, so it's like, I'm like, okay, all right. So, well, it's, it's not even an app. It's just a demon haunting them. Yeah. So it's like, why uh, even download um, the app? It's just. Well, then, what about the Conjuring movies? I've only seen the ones that we've seen together, so not many. I've only seen like maybe one of them. I think. Have you seen the Have you seen the first one? I doubt it. Doubt it very much. Doubt so it. you've never seen the first Conjuring. So you've never seen the Hide and Clap. I don't know. I don't know what that is. So no. Oh <laughs> man. Scary. I remember. I was in year nine. Mm-hmm. Big year for you, mate. You can't bring going back to this. Best year of my life. (laughs) Sure. I feel like, I feel like year nine was like my most experimental year. God, that sounds like a not like that. Did you hear that? Not like that, but just listener. Year nine was kind of where I was like, let's 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 go let's go a bit out of the box. Uh No, I was in year ten because it was my last year of like actual school. Okay. Um, and I was like downloaded a whole heap of movies on my Mac yeah it was year 10 because I had a MacBook at that stage sure um, I downloaded like Wolf of Wall Street and shit and I remember watching The Conjuring in class mm-hmm. and there's one part in the first movie where they play this game called Hide and Clap god yeah it's like so you go and hide and you gotta clap for the person to find you right sounds pretty easy but yeah yeah, and so there's one part I think she's on like top of the cabinet or something like that and it's fucking shit scary and then there's a noise coming from the basement. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. So, obviously, you go into the basement and you have, like, a torch. There's always the torch a basement, mate. Oh, no, no. First off, let me just jump in. Sorry, Dan. Basements. Like, what's going on, mate? Have you got a basement? I don't. I, I live mean, in Australia, so mate. Not in Australia have basements. Yeah, I know. Like, what the fuck's a basement, bro? It's scary, man. Or attic. Neither. You know why? Because we're not mm. fucking crazy, man. So, they go into the basement. She's like a little candle. Mm-hmm. And then you just see her yes. holding the candle. It's like black behind. Oh, God. You just see, you see two hands come behind and just go, and the light goes out. Yeah. And it's fucking the most horrifying thing. I remember just screaming. I think I might have been in low. Not low. No, I might have been rave. Oh, God. Beacon Hills classes back in high school, mm. mate. That's our religious class for those that don't know, mate. Yeah. Religious and values education. Which pretty much just means the sports teacher bludges through a semester. <laughs> In hindsight, isn't it? It's just the sport teacher sitting yeah. there going, praise Jesus. <laughs> no, I had, we actually had like the, the chaplains do it. Nah, I had our, uh, my basketball coach do it. <laughs> what, Burnsy? Nah, Mr. Shave. Shout out to Ryan Shave. If you ever wanted to, year seven and eight did that for us. He was our basketball, and he actually coached me back in the in Dana Rangers before I even went to high school. So it was kind of funny that I saw him again. 
But uh, yeah, he was a sports oh, yeah. teacher or was a sports. No, he wasn't actually a sports teacher at that school, but he taught, he coached basketball because you know how it works in Australian schools, mate. We don't have actual football and basketball coaches or cricket coach. You know what I'm saying? It's just whoever. Yeah, it's just the PE teachers. Whoever, yeah. whoever, just roll up and yeah, get, do your best shot, you know? Literally. Anyway, go ahead. Just hope that they like the sport. Uh, Brave. What was I saying? Low. You're watching in there. Yeah, I just remember just screaming and jumping in the middle of class. You're watching it during class? A horror movie? Oh, yeah, dude. I, I gave up. I wonder why you dropped out, mate. What happened? You're watching horror movies the whole time, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dan. All right. Before we wrap this podcast up, this is what I was going to ask you earlier. All right. This was the secret topic, listener, that I perhaps sprinkled in. I probably cut it out, but here it is. This is what I want Dan to sort of play us out of this podcast. Oh, he's come back. Here it is, mate. He's got it. He's got the guitar, ladies and it's gentlemen. It's going to be a bit out of tune. You know it's going to be a bit rusty, but I'll do it. No, no, no. It's good. It's good. This will be the outro. Here we go. Ready? I've been Alex Bazzacchini. Thank you for listening. This has also been Daniel Paul. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. Today is gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you. By now, you should have somehow realized what you gotta do. I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now. Oh, it's gonna be on the camera.